0: Chris Anderson, good morning, my friend. How are you?
1: I am excellent, buddy. That uh, it kicked me out. That was weird. You hear me okay?
0: Yes, yes. You're, you're back in the game, man. I see you now. That was a pretty intense week last week.
1: Yeah, it was uh, It was good. There was uh, a lot of feelings. Uh, I don't love the feelings, but there was a lot of feelings.
0: <laughs> you, you seem to bring those out on people.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, Right. Uh, that's not entirely untrue that, uh, I definitely have the, um, I don't know, dude, I just tell it everything I tell it, I answer every question the best way I know how. And, uh, I only know how to hit people between the eyes. You know what I mean? Like it's the only nope. way I know how to play the game of life. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I was, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do a lot of coaching, right. So I, uh, I was having a real estate meetup event and a, a guy stands up and he's like, I don't really understand. He's like, I I, I don't understand why you think you're more, you know, like what made you successful and what makes other people fail. And I was like, oh, I know a lot of really successful people. And he goes, he goes, okay, so what's the secret? I'm like, well, it's it's actually really simple. And I'm going to bet that it's so simple. You're not going to put it into play. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, I'll be fine. He's like, lay it on me. Give me your words of wisdom. And this guy like called me out in front of like a hundred people. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's really simple. Uh, Successful people uh, decide to win. I'm like, that's really all it is. I'm like, uh, you know why I'm good at everything I do? Because I choose to be. Uh, Because when other people give up or stop trying or go, this is too hard, I just keep playing and I win. And so I play till I win. And that's at everything I do. And and you'll find that if you know any successful people, which I'm going to guess you don't know a ton, but let's just say this. Most of those people are really good at everything they do mainly because they play harder than everybody else you yep. know that's just how it is you know what i mean like i'm like there's not really a bigger secret than that most people quit before they succeed Absolutely you know it's not, not about it. being smarter it's not about it's not about uh having more opportunity you know i'm like dude i was a poor kid man i grew up with a single mom we, we used to get our heat turned off i didn't graduate from college I, I barely got c's in high school i'm like there's no reason why i should be successful except i've been good at everything i've chosen to do right since since i
0: was a kid right i I mean clearly it's not feelings and emotions right we choose not to be good there (laughs) right
1: yeah right (laughs) that i've not found is a huge asset
0: so what did uh so going back to that story what did uh the gentleman you you gave this advice to what did he say
1: uh so he didn't have a actually he didn't have a ton to say he uh he kind of backed off the whole thing he's like "No, no, no 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 i mean like I I do pretty well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get you, man. But you're asking me what the difference is between successful and unsuccessful people. I can tell you the one defining characteristic of successful people is that they choose to be successful. Not that they had some special opportunity that nobody else in the world can get, because that's not true because everybody's presented with opportunity. Right. You know, everybody, everybody has the chance to be a millionaire. You just have to choose to, to exercise that opportunity. Right, Um, you know, I I used to run an Amazon business where I would buy and sell products. Right, this is when um, I was the uh, I was a uh, um, service director in a car dealership, and I had kids, and I made a lot of money. But uh, you know, I was making well, a lot of money is a relative term. I was making I don't know one hundred and twenty thousand or one hundred and fifty thousand.
0: Felt like a lot at the time.
1: (laughs) Right, it was it was a lot of money at the time. Let's just say that. And so I um, I. I, but I wanted more. I wanted my kids to go to private school and I wanted these things. So I started this other business where I would buy products and I would refurbish them and sell them, mostly like cameras and uh, used electronics and things like that, Like because uh, people still use them. Like People still want VCRs, right? So I would buy a VCR for like five bucks or 10 bucks. I'd buy a remote for another 20 bucks. I'd print out the manual. I'd test it all out. I'd put it in a box and I'd ship it to Amazon and Amazon would sell it for me. Yep. And I'd sell that VCR that cost me 30 bucks for 300 bucks sometimes. No way. And so, you know, I would have these conversations. People be like, that's amazing. You're just, you're really lucky to find these things. I go, no, no, no. I just look every day. Right. Every day I'm looking for opportunity that I can capitalize. on.
0: That. Yep.
1: You know, real estate's not any different. They're like, how'd you get that great deal? Well, I look every day. Yeah. Every day I look for properties and I look for opportunity. And you'd be surprised if you look under enough, you know, if you look under enough bushes, you'll find something, right? There'll they'll be right. something, you know, look in enough haystacks, you'll find some needles, you know? Yeah. It, that's, uh, that's the uh, principle. Uh, and then you, and I'm sure you've had this experience. Then you get the students who are like, I made three offers and nobody said, yes, this real estate thing's a joke. It's impossible. Right.
0: <laughs> this, you only made three offers.
1: <laughs> right. And you're like, well, I guess it is. I mean, I guess right. it is
0: impossible for you. I'm sorry. You
1: know? Right. And you it's like you're... 500 bucks back that you paid me, I'll
0: give it back to you. Right, like, what, what do you want? I mean, I, to me, like, I'd rather work with somebody who's going to go to the next level and, and be able to do deals with us. So it's like, why, you know, take your money back, no problem, do your thing. But it's, it's simple, because if you're putting three offers on MLS and you're putting low price offers, you, you should expect to get them refused. If you're putting three offers on off-market property at that low price, you got a way better chance. So
1: yeah. yeah, so I will tell you that's one thing that you and I do different. Like you look for off-market deals, I look for on-market deals. No way, you can still and buy on market. I buy almost everything. I buy is on the market.
0: Chris, really?
1: Yeah. So uh, so let me give you an example. Uh, so we bought a single-family house in Washington, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. I bought. Uh, um, I bought the property. Um, I'm going to look it up right now just so I can show you. So, so I bought a a property, uh, a single family house in Washington, New Jersey. Um, I bought this property for 75,000 bucks, right? Okay. Um, It, uh, I put about 10 grand into it, or maybe 15,000. We painted the outside, we put a roof on it, uh, and we painted the inside. Uh, I put about 15,000 into it. Uh, It just, it appraised for $180,000. No way. Yeah, Here it says so,
0: total ninety grand, it's appraised at 180.
1: Yeah, so so here's the here's the shtick though, right? So so yep. what happens to people who have oh by the way, and it's rented for 1650 dollars a month. Of course. Yeah. Right. Course. So here's the here's the thing that goes with that though. If you make only three offers on the MLS, you're likely not to get very many accepted. Right? right? So we make between 15 and 25 offers a week yep. on the MLS. Now, granted, right now we're not making any, any, off, any offers actually. We're just right. about to start making offers. Yeah. But we were making, let's say an average of 20 offers a week. 20 offers a week trickle down to one deal per week. Right. Right. So yeah. if you're making three offers and we do off market deals too, like we do, yeah. That's more of like a one in three, one in four kind of experience, right. Um, but it was harder. it's much more expensive for us to get three the opportunity to make three or four offers off market, yeah. um, than it is to make 20 or 20 or 25 offers.
0: Way easier. Absolutely. Way easier.
1: So, uh, wow. so so this one I bought back in October. Uh, similarly, I bought a two family. So, yeah. so there's like a story though. So, like we, we, you know, we negotiated on this property for like seven months, right? right. Probably yeah, no, initially listed. Uh, it was initially listed for like hundred and fifty thousand. Then it went down to I hundred and thirty thousand. Oh no, then it went under contract. The contract fell apart. Then it went down to one thirty. Then it fell apart. Then it went down to like one twenty five and one nineteen. And the whole time, we're going, we resubmit our offer every four or five weeks. And we yeah. were going, hey, our offer is still good. Hey, my guy's still good. Hey, my guy still wants the house. Hey, my guy still wants the house. Well, the folks who were selling the house were, the husband was being transferred to Florida. They had inherited yeah. the house. They got it for $0. Uh, they lived there for four or five years. They did no work on the house. I mean, the, the house was not in very good shape. Nice. Um, cosmetically, right? So yeah. it needed to be Love. painted inside and out and needed a roof. It looked bad. when It, it yeah. showed very poorly. Plus, they had shit piled everywhere in the house perfect and so so we uh we made our offer and they're like and finally they kind of came up it was like um whatever we closed in october so it was like september they're like uh end of september they're like my people have to be out in two and a half weeks can your guy close like they need that money to close on the house they're buying in florida and if they don't get their money they're not they, they can't buy the house they're buying in florida wow And so they came to us kind of stuck. Right. And so we said, sure. Now they could have sold it to us. You know, like we went, now you're talking, I think our first offer was submitted in like January and we bought the house in October. Right. So it's not, this is real estate's a long game. Right. So it's not, I made one offer. I mean, we might've, I think we submitted like six offers on this house all for the same amount. Right. But we submitted six offers. Uh, similarly, we bought another house, same time, a two family. I bought for 115,000. Nice. Just appraised for two and a quarter. Um, and so I bought it for 115,000, uh, occupied, uh, cash flowing 2000 bucks a month. The folks were retiring. They were moving to like North Carolina to be by their parents, even by their kids. And they're like, Hey, we don't want it anymore. And they had it on the market. Same story. They had it under the market, went under contract multiple times fell apart for whatever reason. And I was like, Hey, I'll take it as is. And I bought it. Yep. You know, yeah. those are the, those are the stories, right? Those are the huge wins that we have, but we only have those wins because we play every day. Right. That's the key to the thing, right? Like, uh, yeah. if you don't, if you don't play every day and you don't play with the intention of, of winning, then, uh, um, you're not gonna, you're not going to get there, right. You're not going to get, um, you're not gonna, you're just not gonna be successful. Right? Right. I, I don't know anybody that can play halfway at anything and be really good at it.
0: No, it's it's one of those elements. Like well, you said you got to commit to being the best you got to commit to winning. And then it's just you go after it and you win, right? You just, you don't stop until you've won. And right. you, you want to be successful, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, like, the, uh, the, um you know, and and that's, you know, it's kind of funny because, uh, and I'm sure you struggle with this too. Like I'm, I, I coach people, right? So, yep. so in my coaching business, I, I tell them like, Hey, this is the one thing I can't give you. Right. I can't give you the part of you that chooses to be on Zillow when you're tired and you don't feel well and you had a long day at work and you're cranky and you still are on Zillow and you're still answering emails and you're still doing your, your real estate business. I can't. Right. I can't do that for you, right? One of the things that I kind of keyed into is you were asking a question like, uh, "How do I find people who want to be millionaires?" I'm like, yes. no, 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 everybody wants to be a millionaire. Right. The question is, how do you find people that are prepared to do what it takes to be to become a millionaire?
0: Yeah, and that's that's really what you know. Our little side conversation was this week. What what would you suggest? So I'm looking to attract 100 millionaires, right? So I'm looking to attract 100 people who have the desire and drive to become millionaires which I'm assuming if millionaires are 1% of the population, I've got to work with 1,000 people, right? But how? Like, I'd love to just create a marketing campaign where I can just find the 100 millionaires. And no, no on.
1: let's start there. If millionaires are 1% of the population, you've got to talk to 10,000 people right. <laughs> yeah, to right. find your 100 right. people that are prepared to do it. More than that, you probably got to talk to 30,000 people to find 100 people that want to do it in real estate. Right. So... <laughs> The, the, now we're talking, now we're talking. Right. So the struggle here is that there's a conversation about uh, math, right? And so in right. my business, I'd rather work with five people that are going to do what I say. Not do what I say, because that's not true, because coaching isn't telling. Um, right. Coaching is, is, you know, improving the process while they do it, right? So I'd rather work with five people who are doing the thing than talk to 100 people who aren't doing anything. Right. Right. Cause that, that feels like you're just wasting your air. Right. Right. You know, um, <laughs> you know, we're in the same mastermind group and you'll see like if yep. you pay attention to kind of how I engage when there's somebody up there who I think will actually do something, I yeah. c- I'll engage with them. But when they're like, not you're quiet. Kinda, like, <laughs> like when they're not engaging with what I'm talking about, I, I zone out. Like I'm like just, All right, like... Whatever. like, just, it doesn't matter what I say. Right? I'll, <laughs> I'll play on, I'll play a, uh, worms.io on my phone rather than
0: yep <laughs> addictive Stuff. game by the way i i play it on all the flights all the planes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: listen to an audiobook play the worms.io.
1: <laughs> yeah you know what it is is like uh and i don't know if this is like that for you like sometimes i i need an activity that kind of takes my and it's not focused because it takes the front half of my brain and keeps it busy but like that back half that's really thinking about stuff is able to keep doing its stuff it's not distracting enough that i can not work on everything else in my head right um you know and and it's like i use youtube videos like that too like just something to kind of like zone into that doesn't require any active effort on my part so that the back half of my brain can be working um you know
0: little uh, tips little tips right here that's that's powerful i love it
1: yeah, like, and for, for me, if I don't distract that like front half of my brain, like I can't even hear myself think like my head's like a crazy place. So I can't right. even like, I, I distract myself. So I need to like occupy that one, like lizard brain part, like child part of me that that just wants to play all the time. So that's how I do it. You know,
0: Yeah, it's like you're you're dealing with like ADD just being like, well, okay, I know I've got this issue where I just <laughs> distracted easily. Uh, let's put it into a productive manner. How do I capitalize on this?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that's uh, Worms.io. It's perfect. I can just engage with it, and <laughs> it just it just sucks the, whatever the fidgety part of me out of me. Um,
0: so you were talking about the math, right? There's a math to identifying that hundred millionaires, and and I like where you went with that because I, I see where your mind's going. You're saying one percent go to ten thousand, and then for. You got to go to thirty thousand because you're thinking there's stocks, business, and real estate. There's those three different ways to build wealth. So you got to really choose the people who are actually going to want to go down the path of real estate. What would you say? Because I'm looking at this now, saying thirty thousand. I can't coach thirty thousand people, right? Like that's that's. Yeah. So you
1: don't you don't have to coach thirty thousand. You have to reach thirty thousand. I like it. And so when your reach is thirty thousand, you can. Uh, all you need is a hundred action takers right? You need a hundred people that are going to do thing. And listen, there's an attrition there. So you probably need 125, right? Right. You're going to fall off. Yeah. Cause there's 25 that are going to be like, yeah, I'm working really hard. And you're like, no, you're not.
0: Right. You're like, you know, hard is different for you.
1: <laughs> listen, I have one guy that's been in my uh, coaching program and he's on, you know, we do a twice a month conference call every two weeks. And uh, every two weeks we're like, Hey, uh, I, you know, like, so now there's four or five people in the small group. Um, and I go, so, you know, I do a little bit of a lesson. We kind of have a conversation about what's going on in their business. And so this one guy, I'm like, Hey, so how'd it go? Did you make any offers this week? He's like, yeah, yeah, I was going to, but I got busy and I go, Oh, okay. Um, so how many are, so, so like step one of our process is I need you to call real estate agents. And they're like, what do, what do I say? I'm like, I don't actually care what you say. I just need you to call people and yep. just, pick up the phone and engage with other people. Then like step two, I'm like, now I need you to go and set appointments and go see properties. Yep. And then like in the third week, I'm like, now I want you to make offers. And like, I don't know what to offer. I'm like, I don't care what you offer, offer $5. Right. Like, I just need Price. you to go through the process so that when, as you hone your skills, you're prepared to do it because that's the part where people stop. Right. Right. So I'm like, I just need you to do a shitty job at it, but I need you to do it so yep. that you can start getting better at it. Right? he's stuck at that. that point. I'm like, Hey guy, like, uh, I just need you to set, make five offers. Like it's been three or four months now. I've been waiting yeah. for you to make five offers. Like that's like week two. Right. You know, <laughs> week two people make <laughs> five offers. I'm like, dude, you're on like four months in five months in. Like, do you want me to refund you? Like you can say, I'll even let you stay for free. Like, I don't even know what to do. Right. Like, it's a, I feel bad taking your money because you're not doing any of the things I'm asking you to do. (laughs) And every two weeks we're talking about it again.
0: Right. And so we know that there'll be attrition, right? We know that with 30,000 people are pulling out 30,000 people. What is the qualifier step? What is the first step you put them through to say, okay, like this is, this is, I want somebody who's looking to make a million. Do you have what it takes? Like, how do you, how do you qualify whether it's worth your time to talk to this person or not, or whether it's a tire.
1: All right. So that's the Karate Kid test, right? You want to know somebody right. that will wax on and wax off. Right, right, right. Will they do the bullshit exercise in order to do it? That's a tough one. So Mr. Miyagi <laughs> was really good at it, right? Uh, yeah. So let's channel a little Mr. Miyagi. So if you wanted to qualify people, um, the, the first thing that I would ask them to do would be to um, – so, so let's talk about our, our, our funnel, Right. The, the funnel, the top of the funnel is uh, Facebook, right? So they engage through Facebook. You give them free content. That's the first barrier for You watch the thing and you go, yeah, yeah this is what I want to do. Cool. The next thing should be some sort of training that causes an action, right? So some sort of uh, perhaps like a, you know, one day boot camp, you know, like a, a single day event that then calls them to make some action. And that should be cheap you know, 300 bucks right. or 400 bucks, whatever it is, right. Something that everybody can do. Then you have the next step, right? Then you, then out of that, you ask them to go do a thing. And then, uh, so whatever. So like, it's, um, you know, and it could be anything. Like, I want you to form your LLC. And then once your LLC is formed and you're ready and you've got, here's a, here's a, a lender that you can use to get your proof of funds. Once you put these things together, if you'd like to apply for uh, to be in part of the Millionaire Maker program, right? But now you've had them; they've spent some money, they've yeah. created an LLC, they've gotten a proof of funds letter. Now they're ready to actually start doing something. Right. And I think that seventy-five uh, percent of the people will fall off at the preparation.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Seventy-five percent are going to fall off. Now, what I'm concerned about is that twenty-five percent, because you know, they'll form the LLC. Like there's, there's that there's a really um, analysis paralysis type of person who will do all these details of the non-action yeah. steps, right? Like these are, these are back end, like, okay, we got to protect ourselves, form an LLC. How do we get them to put offers in, right? Like now we've got this next phase. So of, how do
1: you want, how do you want them to put in offers? Like how, how do you, what does that look like for you? So right. in your dream program, what kind of offers are they putting in? Where are they going into the world to do this?
0: Right. And you know what? There's markets like yours where, and mine up until a few years ago was actually still a good market where we could go on MLS. And I know that I got buddies who are doing deals in North Carolina and Cleveland, in um, you know, parts of Arizona and uh, Tennessee, who are still able to operate on MLS. So I guess it would, the extra step would be the marketing piece, right? They they let to go do the marketing? And then in some cases, they don't have to do the marketing. But as long as they're putting an offer, just like you said, like as long as they're putting in an offer, with that 70 or 80% ARV, depending on if it's multifamily or single family and including their renovation costs. Like, I really don't care as long as they're putting offers in. You know, same thing you said. All right, just, so, so just then your it.
1: standard isn't where they're getting their deals, it's that they're taking action, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and so, but you're coaching, right? So what are you coaching on? Are you coaching people to go do marketing and create leads and buy lists and skip trace? Is that what you want to coach on?
0: No. So I partner with uh, another person who does all that. So Mitch Durfee, he does, he's, he loves wholesaling, loves the marketing side. So I partner with him if, if that's a market they're in where they have to go that way, that I'll, I have a partner who does that. But for me, I'm more like you're saying, where, Hey, let's just go put an offer. And if it's offline, then you have to have your marketing machine, just an additional piece. If it's online, then like you said, call the real estate agents, go take a look at properties and start putting right. offers in.
1: That's, wherever, that's where you're going to have your, fall, your biggest fall off. So you're going to have this first bar of 75% will drop because they're never going to do anything anyway. They wanted to give you 300 bucks or 400 bucks for the one-day event, basically so they can say that it's impossible and nobody can do this. <laughs> it's fine. Nope. You know, like, listen, you and I have done this. Like, I've been in the real estate business for five years now. I, yep. I make, I, I've made a lot of money in real estate, and, and I started with $125,000. Nice. Right. And so I, like I have these conversations with people and they're like, yeah, but nobody else can do it. And you're like, oh, OK, I get, I mean, I guess so. I right. don't know that, but I guess so. You know, right. uh, you know, my my partner, Tom, has no money when he and I met a year and a half ago. And I think he made like a quarter of a million dollars last year. Like he made more right. money than he ever made before. Yeah, so it's I, like, I guess it is impossible to do it.
0: You're right. It's impossible. You know, I, I right. started two years before you with no money, with less than no money. So it took me two more years to catch up to where you were, but it was possible. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. And, and, and that's what, so like when I speak, one of the things I I often say is my business is, is an example of what is possible. Right. Right. Like what is possible if you do all these things and you do the hard work and you know, so, so you're going to have 75% that are going to fall off. Cause they're going to be like, you're full of shit. It'll never happen. Uh, that was a fun day. Uh, yeah. And you'll be like, here's a t-shirt. Enjoy it. Right. Um, right. <laughs> you know, thanks for 300 bucks. Uh, yep. Then there's going to be the 25% that will take the next step. But of those, I'm going to bet again, 75% of them are not going to sign up to do the step past that. Right. Right. They're not going to go past that. And um I think there's some easy ways to kind of qualify people. Um, you know, when you're, when I interview people for jobs, right. And I would do an interview, like I wouldn't make it a freebie. Like I would do an actual interview and be like, Hey, tell me what you want to do. Tell me what resources you bring to the table. Right. Tell me where you want to go. Cause a lot of what we do as a coach is we figure out where you want to be five years from now. And then we fill in the action steps in between. Right. Right. Um, I hate when people are like, what's my goal? I want to make a million dollars this year. Cool. What'd you make last year? Right. Uh, 50 grand. How about we make a hundred grand this year? Wouldn't Let's that be amazing? Wouldn't a hundred grand be amazing? You know, <laughs> wouldn't that be good for you though? <laughs> like, wouldn't that be cool? I think that would be a win. Uh, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm just saying like, why is it gotta be a million? But everybody says like right. a million dollars.
0: Like, Like as the, a coach, right? Like you're, you're looking at it. and I'm like, dude, you've only done a 50, like a hundred, like doubling what you've done would be good. Right. Let's be amazing. Do
1: first yeah. Like, let's get to it. I'm with you. Let's get to a million because that's the, this is real estate. So we keep scores. Uh, we keep score with zeros, right? Yeah. So the money is how we score our businesses. Right. But you know um, you know, like I, so when I was on the summit, they were talking about financial goal goals. And, and one of the things that was funny was that everybody in my summit was like, I want to make this much more this year. And I go, I don't really want to make more money. I want to create more wealth. Yeah. I'm like, I don't actually, I don't need any more income. Actually, I could lower my income and I'd be very happy. I, I don't care page. about that. I want we're to create it. wealth. I want assets. Right. And so, uh, you know, like the people at the summit were like, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, well, it's it's about once you reach a certain income, like it doesn't matter as much. Anymore. You'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll understand when you, there'll be a time when you're like, I make way more than I need to support my lifestyle. So what yep. do I do with this? You're like, well, you create wealth. Exactly. So. So I think that if you have a funnel that starts with Facebook, leads into a single day event, leads into a coaching, you know, action steps and then a coaching program, I think that that's a no brainer. I think that that process will weed out a lot of people and you'll get to your 150 people or 125 people that will become, a hundred of them will become millionaires.
0: So it looks like basically we're we're going from thirty thousand. We're cutting out seventy five thousand with with a one day event. One day event will kill well, not kill. But we'll cut out thirty five uh, about uh, twenty two thousand, right? And that gets us down to Easy. eight thousand people left. And that eight thousand, we know what you're saying. Another twenty five percent of those are wiped out. Uh, or no, no, seventy five percent of them are wiped out. I just take they're wiped action. out. Now we got two thousand people, and now those two thousand people you put into a coaching program. No, and those
1: two thousand people. Take the action steps, but never go the next step, which is to engage with an interview and start to desire to do coaching. Right. Of that, you'll lose the next seventy five percent. There's fifteen hundred gone. There's five hundred people left, and you end up with a couple hundred that you'll actually let into a program. Because here's the thing: if somebody shows up and they're like, "I work two jobs. I work eighty hours a week. I can't take an hour off of work. uh, I work seven days a week. I have no money," and they're not really an opportunity. Right? right? They really can't, you know, they're not functionally able to really engage in real estate the right. way we need them to do.
0: They don't have but the free what, time. Yet.
1: Yeah. What you're looking for is somebody with uh, either some resources or access to resources, yep. right? Within their network and the availability of some time, right? right? If you can't give me, you know, like when you get into coaching, I'm like, hey, if you can't spend at least two full days a week on real estate, like, I don't know how to help you. Because yep. you're not going to be able to engage in a meaningful way that will create results. I'm like, you got to have 20 hours a week that you can throw it. In. I mean, if you're not treating it like a part-time job, like, yeah. I, I don't know if you can get anywhere. Best would be a full-time job. Like if you could treat it like a second full-time job, that would be amazing. Yeah, You know, those are the people that you're looking for. So there's, there's time and resource, you know, there's time, resource, financial resources that have to go into it. Um, if they have limited financial resources, do they have good credit? Like, you know, right. th- these are the things that and and you can, I think anything besides time is somewhat flexible for you, right? Like right. Uh, time is the one thing that you're like, no, 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 you gotta you gotta have time. Like, you gotta yeah. Not you're like, you know I, I tell people, I'm like, I only do three things uh, work, church, and family if it doesn't fall in those three categories, I don't do it Yep. So if, cool. if you want to talk about what happens with some sports team in America, I, I don't know anything about it so If I'm you want to talk lie. about, well, you know, like People, you know, this this whole COVID thing, for the first time in years, I'm watching TV, like a lot yep. of like programming. Yep. And so people are like, uh, they're like, you know, it's kind of, you know, they were talking about a show and one of my friends was like, you know, it's a little bit like Breaking Bad. And I'm like, I never watched Breaking Bad. They're like, you didn't yeah. watch Breaking Bad? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have time. I work. Right. You know, right. this is the first time in years that I'm not working. Right. You know, all the time.
0: Yeah. And, and what do you find? Yeah, so we were in the, uh, <laughs> we were in that mastermind. And we're like, Chris, uh, we answered your question real quick. You know, banked through it real fast. Uh, you're a you're a really efficient guy in those masterminds. And then the last like 15 minutes, you're like, um, yeah. So what's on Netflix? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I'm catching up now on life. What uh, <laughs> what is out yeah, like, there for me? <laughs> all that
1: important stuff about like uh, whatever, the, you know, the media that we engage with in the culture. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's on. Right. That's our phone calls, by the way. I call other real estate investors. I'm like, "Hey, so what are you doing?" They're like, "I'm sitting at home." Right? Are you, are you working? They're like, "No." What are you yeah. watching? Yeah. <laughs> what, are you <laughs> what are you doing right now?
0: Yeah, like, you know, it's it's crazy because um, this whole this whole opportunity, right? This time is for people like us <gasps> like an opportunity, right? I, I know, like your business, you're taking it to the next level. I'm sure you're including more coaching now because there's more people who need it, and I'm sure you're you're stepping up those those aspects to the business because. Um, you know, on the, on the purchasing side, you've got that nailed down, like, you know how to do it, right. You've done it for so long. You just acquired property. So now you may pick that back up and and keep going with what you're doing, but it's, it's probably almost a muscle that it's like, ah, it does it without me. Right. What, what's the next project? I
1: mean, we're on, we're on break right now. This is like, uh, you know, this is our rest time, but, uh. We're getting, you know, like we're getting ready. So uh, I don't know if you follow the social media stuff that I do, but um, I've been doing this credit journey thing. Uh, yep. So I hired a, a business credit coach and uh, like I'm posting like my business credit scores and my personal credit scores. Like I'm like telling it the way it is. Like I, I'm telling everybody how much I collected in rents, like what percentage, how many dollars. You know, it's really funny. Like um, one of my uh, one of my good friends was like, uh, dude, I don't know. Like, sharing a lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I got nothing to hide. It's, I'm an open book. And yeah. at least if I share like even the, the hard parts, it's like, right. I think it's good for uh, other that. investors to know that it's like, this is a real business, right? There's yeah. a real thing here.
0: Um, I love that. And, and Chris, like to your point, and yes, I do follow your videos. Um, I got to start uh, a little more. I got to, I'm going to be more intentional and put you as like one of those people I follow first because uh, you are an inspiration. You're in the same line of industry with me. Um, but like going out and talking about some of the more vulnerable parts, you know, like there was a point where I had $150,000 in credit card debt. And I just like, was not talking about it. Right. I was just like, yeah, you know, making a lot of money over here, but I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Right. And right. like those parts, that's a part of our business, right. That's a part of our business and how we operate. And people ask us all the time, Oh, should I buy a house on credit cards? And it's like, Oh, you know, you might not want to. <laughs> well, listen, it
1: depends but on it your exit it. strategy, right? <laughs> like if your exit strategy is to refinance into a, like a, a 30 year fixed mortgage right. then no, because it's going to negatively impact your credit. Like correct, how you, how the money works is a really important conversation. And if you right. don't understand how that will affect your exit strategy, then don't do it.
0: And I, I love that you're having that conversation with investors. You're, you're putting it out there. You're being very vulnerable, very honest. Um, it's really, really good for the community to hear that. So Chris, if I could go back to young Chris, right? Uh, yeah. 20 year old Chris or 19 or 18 year old Chris just coming out of high school or college, uh, skipping college, right? You and I both skipped college. So coming out right, before, right after high school, what three pieces of advice would you give yourself back then so that young investors who are looking to get into the game uh, can move more aggressively and more powerfully and get to where you're at sooner?
1: Uh, so I think that the uh, the very first piece of advice I would give, so so when I left college, I was 19. I went for one year and I went to go run nightclubs for a living, right? I yeah. was. Uh, a nightclub promoter. I worked for a promotions company. I became the head promoter and really ran the company. And one of the things that when you're 19 and the drinking age, by the way, at the time was 21. So I was 19 and I was running nightclubs nice. in New York. Right. And so the, and I had staff, man, I had like 15 people that were, that were working for me. Uh, this is what I would tell you that makes the difference uh, is that the part of you that says I'm too young to do the thing or too inexperienced, that's the part of you that, that's self-limiting, right? That's the part that's going to wreck you. Right. Um, a lot of what I do in my business or in not just my business, what's made my business and most business people I know it's, we all have a list of things that we can't do. So let's talk about what we can do and focus on those things. Um, most of the things that are actually in the can't do category are us self limiting because as you'll, if you really take some time, you can actually start to move those over to the can do category. Nice. And so, um, here's what that sounds like. Uh, I can't get a proof of funds letter. I'm only 19 years old. I go, okay. Uh, I've heard things like that from people they are 19 or okay. 20 years old and they say, I can't get a proof of funds letter. It's, it, I can't do it. You go, yeah. Okay. We'll have you try. They you know, no, I, I read about it. I can't. You know, okay, well, let's Google it. Right. But like, I, so I, I actually, I had a, 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 so I'll tell you that story in a second, but all right. So let's, let's start with, let's eliminate some self-limiting beliefs, but let's focus on what we can do and then maximize on those things, lean into those things. Yep. Right. Uh, the second thing that I, that I would tell you is that the only person that knows that you're 19 years old is you. Or 20 years old. The only person that knows that you've never bought a piece of real estate is you. Right. So there's a, there's, I, and I'm a, I'm a very truthful guy, right? So I'm not a proponent of lying at all. But there's absolutely no reason why you should start off a conversation with, I've never done this before. I don't even know if I can, uh, right. but can you help me? Because uh, real estate agents or brokers or other real estate investors are less likely to engage with somebody who, who leads off with the fact they don't, that they can't or they don't know or they won't or they can't. Yeah. Right. You know, whatever that information is.
0: Yeah. If you're um, coming in with the the beliefs that you can't do it, we're not yeah, exactly
1: like, I'll just agree with problem. you, man. Like I'm that guy too. If you're like, I, you know, like as soon as somebody starts telling me about all the things they can't do, I go, I guess you're right. And I, and I yeah. disengage, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about I, I was using a, a, I was teaching um, about this whole men- mentality of like can't and it's too hard and you know people get kind of fucked up at Google, right? Um, there was a lady in our coaching program who was selling a product and we were in Las Vegas and she um, she flew to Las Vegas to ask us about how to sell the product. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yep. And I go and and I remember sitting in the meeting and I actually said it in the meeting. I'm like, you flew to Las Vegas to ask us this, like call the number one salesperson in the country and ask them how they do it. Right. Read the fucking brochure. (laughs) Like I, you don't like, there's so much information that's out there, like engage with it and just act on it. Uh, So one is try to eliminate your self-limiting beliefs. Uh, Two is uh, don't uh, lead off with your vulnerability, right? Don't lead off with your weakness. You always want to lead off with your strength, right? Right. So, uh, what does that look like for somebody that's new, uh, engage with enthusiasm, uh, talk about what you can do. Um, right. you know, like talk about there's, you have positives to you, just engage with those, those positives, especially when you talk to investors and, um, you know, people in business, uh, the third, uh, biggest piece of advice, uh, winners play and they play hard. Yep. So what does that look like? Um, winners play hard they don't um you know they, they engage in every way they can so here's one of the things that i get frustrated about with people who are new to real estate investing is they nope. start out and everybody starts out the same way they start out watching youtube videos they start out watching walter amarillo and going nope. oh man he's amazing look at him he's got a snazzy shirt that cool rea thing look it says it says 100 millionaires on the back of the thing and we're gonna do it right and so that's really cool. And I and I and I'm I'm a Facebook guy too. Like I engage in the social media. So and I engage with people that way. Yeah. Um, so that's a cool step one. But if you think that that's an important step, then you're you're not really playing, right? right? Because that's like that's like the prequel to that's like getting dressed. You know what I mean? Like that's you know all you did at that point was unbox the jersey.
0: Like you know? so what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You you didn't really do anything. So don't right. think that that's the thing. Right. It's, you know, it took me almost a year and a half to go to my first networking event because it intimidated me. Yeah. Right. me too. Uh, I was scared. And so like, I'm not, not vulnerable as confident as I am. I walked into rooms and I was like, I don't know if I belong here. Like I only own a few houses. Like do I even belong in this room? Like these seem like important people. (laughs) And I owned a few houses. So if you were, so, so I would tell you that I would have made, and that, that whole process, by the way, probably cost me a million bucks at this point by waiting so long to engage with the investor community. So uh, the biggest thing that winners do is they play hard all the time. So that means that they actively engage in every way they can every day, right? They don't watch videos or I shouldn't say, they don't just watch videos. They watch videos, then they contact Walter, then they contact Chris. Then they reach out to us. Then they look at real estate. Then they look at properties. Then they find a deal. Then they contact people. And this is all—they make phone calls all day long. Right. They engage in every way they can, all the time, because business is a contact sport. Yep. So the people that uh, the the people that are unsuccessful, that never really engage, uh, they um, they are incredibly self-limiting. Yep. They don't. Um, they don't. They don't. Uh, uh, you know, they, 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 they lead off with their vulnerabilities, right? Their weaknesses and they don't play hard. So the way that they do is they watch a 30 minute YouTube video and then the next day they, I don't know, go on Facebook for 15 minutes and look at some of the mastermind groups yep. and then they send out an email that doesn't really have a call to action or a thing that's going to happen as a part of the email. Yep. Um, and I get those all the time. And I, I have an investor, this guy that wants me an investor. He texts me what's up all the time.
0: What's up? I hate what's up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what's up is like I'm not gonna have this conversation right now. Thank you.
1: <laughs> right. I never respond. I'm exactly right. the same way. Like I don't even know what to do with that. Like we're not right. friends. Right. My friends don't say what's up.
0: Right. My friends come to me with something to talk about. It's a right. conversation. First sense conversation. Yeah. Chris, yeah, so, I've so
1: uh, had... you, know, you know, on the flip side I have uh a friend of mine who's a real estate, like a, a guy who started a couple of years after me, right? And it's somebody that I've helped along in the real estate
0: business. Before we qualify, I want to I let everybody know how many units you have. Uh, just so, because they've listened to all of this. I want them to understand where you're coming from like and what, what you have. Uh, you're, you're over 40 units right now, right? I have 53 uh, doors. 53 doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I just want to make sure everybody understands that you're talking as somebody with 53 doors, born and raised in New York now operating down in, uh, where are New you operating Jersey. at? New Jersey. So so it's possible in, in a tough market like that. Uh, so I'm yeah, oh, sorry, so my, I don't want to interrupt my, you. Yep. My non,
1: uh, it's just funny, my non-housing assistance payments, from so the payments from the tenants is $68,000 a month. Uh, I probably have another 20,000 bucks or so in housing assistance payments. So Man. my total monthly income on the rental business is about 90 grand a month. That's Man. income, not net.
0: Right. That's not net. That's just what's coming in. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, al- I also own a construction company. I wholesale properties. Uh, I own a coaching program. I run a fairly large real estate meetup group here in New Jersey. Um, we do around 60, 70 people a month uh, right. for a group. It's a good group. Um, I speak uh, up until the coronavirus two or three times a month. Um, you know, I'm not yeah, going to do things off.
0: Yeah you're still speaking though. You're online. Now you've just found a different form, different way to do it. Same yeah. Thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We had a, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm still trying to reach people. Right. Yep. Um, so, so that, that, uh, and I forgot where I was going because now you interrupted me. Ah,
0: so, yeah, you know, I interrupted you, but it's a, it's a qualifier, right? It's something that people they've, they've got to know, you know, is this
1: real, right? right. Is this real? Exactly. Um, so the, uh, so, so the the third thing is that the the people they don't play hard, right? And and that means that you have to actively engage. Oh, this is what I'm gonna tell you. So I had a friend. I have a friend that started out as a real estate uh, newbie, right? Like everybody, like me, but he was newer than I was. He's a couple of years after me. And he um and one of the things that he did early on to kind of engage with me because I was so busy is is he one of the first things that he did. He's like, hey, I was by your property and I noticed some stuff in the yard, so I picked it up for you. And I was like, oh man, thank you so much. That's really great of you. And he's like, I did have a question for you though. And the guy literally, he went and he raked up my yard on one of our job sites. There was like, like just some stuff had blown in like garbage and he yep. lived nearby and he, he owned a house in the town that I did. So it wasn't like a crazy, he didn't go like out of his way, but he's like, Hey, I saw this thing you needed. I just did it for you. Right. And then it almost inherently created an obligation on my part. So well, when he asked possible. me a question, I was like, yeah, man, I'm in.
0: Yep. Very cool. That is clever.
1: Nope. so i help them like all the time and that's how it started you know yep you know be a value to the people around you like uh you know if you think you can just t- you know <laughs> the other one that's my favorite is people go can i take you out for a cup of coffee no i no
0: <laughs> no.
1: no i don't want lunch i don't want coffee <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i i'm good i can buy both right yeah you know the uh but i will talk to you um of but it's got to be on my terms a little bit like, uh, you know, we're yeah. not a, sitting around
0: doing nothing. I'm, I'm text me, message me. Like, if, if I think it's important, I'll call you, right? But text me or message me. I'm not going to leave you, you know, high and dry. I'll, I'll make sure you, you get whatever you need. But but it doesn't take an, an hour, half an hour, right? Like, we, we can do this quickly.
1: Yeah, I uh, – you know, the other thing that's funny is I do uh, – when I do my coaching, I drive a lot. So, yep. you know, I'm, I'm driving around doing stuff and looking at houses and going here and whatever. I'm doing whatever I do in my life. Yeah. And uh, so I, I – i I'm often like people call, you know, are like, Hey, can you talk for a little bit? I'm like, yeah, man, I got 15 minutes. To tell them where I'm at. They're yours. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I'll give you time, but it's gotta be that way. Like, right. And so I tell them like, you got 15 minutes when I get to my destination conversation's over. That's it. Nope.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's one of the things you got to learn. Like people have to learn to be more concise with what they're asking for and, and just respect your time. So Chris Anderson, how can somebody get in touch with you? Where are you looking to buy property? What, what is the one thing that you love, right? Like if somebody could just deliver it to your table, what, what would be the one thing you'd be looking for? And then how do people get in touch with you? Uh,
1: so I'm, I'm really only buying uh, uh, residential rental properties. That's the only, I've only been buying, I've been buying just residential yep. real estate for basically the last like eight months or so. Um, not that I'm like a fortune teller and I knew that this was going to happen, but um, but <laughs> I, you know, I, at some point you kind of transition out of the flipping business into buying holds because flipping business is about income. I'm about wealth at this point, so I don't really. So it, it changes the way you approach stuff. Um, so here's what I'm looking for. I I invest in New Jersey, uh, Somerset, Hundred and Warren counties in New Jersey. Uh, I'm looking for rental quality properties, um, properties that will cash flow. And if you've got something, send it my way. Uh, there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. Uh, my email is Chris at dot uh, or you can call me. My, uh, my phone number is everywhere in the world. Uh, uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, text me, phone me, email me. If you've got a deal, I want to talk to you. Uh, if you're looking for coaching, that's what I do. Uh, I'm all about the coaching programs. We have a really inexpensive coaching program that help people. Um, we help people kind of progress to the next level. Um, it's really what I, the, the, when I sell my coaching program, the one thing I tell them is that they're, people are often looking for the secret ingredient. Um, here's the, here, and I'm, and I'm going to give it to you right now. Nice. There is no secret ingredient. <laughs> is. Nothing is a secret. Nope. Um, I, there's no, what I sell, and I tell this to my students, what I sell is the confidence to take the next step. Yep. Right. What I promise you is that during your real estate business, there's going to be a hard thing that happens. There's gonna be a tough spot. Yep. And what I sell is the, uh, the phone of friend that yeah. makes the difference in that moment. That helps yep. you to transition through the hard spots so that when you hit something you don't fully understand and you don't know what to do, I promise you that I do or I yep. know how to get that information. Right.
0: And that's okay. what I sell. So yeah. Chris, what is your cell phone?
1: Uh, it's 908-883-1134.
0: And text and, uh, him first because he's a busy guy. But
1: <laughs> leave a message if you want to talk to me. But I don't have any secret phone numbers. It's not a bullshit number. It's nope. this phone number a phone right here. Um, I don't I never understood why anybody has a secret anything. Uh, if if I'm busy, just leave a message, text me and I'll call you back. It's totally fine. I do like sixty phone calls a day, so it's not a big deal.
0: Absolutely. Chris, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate you. You've been uh, phenomenal. I'm going to go work on the project that we were just discussing, 100 Millionaires. And I have a feeling I'm going to start sending people your way for some coaching. So I definitely appreciate you, man. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, bud. You have a good day. You too, brother. When you have a choice, always work with the best. (laughs) Yeah, right. Enjoy your day. Bye. You too, man.